0: And before we get started in this week's episode, we did end the episode saying that there's going to be a big announcement coming. And now, since we are dropping this episode on Friday, that big announcement will have already been made, so we might as well touch on it real quick before this episode gets started. HHN at Home 2 is happening June 5th, and we are going to be dropping our portion of that at 9.30 a.m. It's a podcast in a giveaway. If you are not aware of what HHN at Home is, it's a large community event. All HHN creators, YouTubers, you name it. They're all gonna be dropping content on that certain day based on a schedule. You can check our socials. We're gonna post that schedule so everyone knows what time to look at where and stuff like that, just so everybody's aware. We are gonna be doing a podcast. Me and Seamus are gonna be creating a speculation map of all scare zones that need to be houses. And they needed to be them yesterday. For our giveaway, our other announcement is we are going to be putting our first t-shirts out there. T public site is gonna be going live the same time that our podcast is dropping. So nine thirty on Saturday, June 5th. To enter our contest, what you need to do is screenshot our Tee Public page and tag us in it. So that way we can track who actually posts us. So you can get one entry for posting on Twitter, one entry for posting on Instagram, and one entry for posting on Facebook. That will get you one entry for a post. If you purchase a shirt, you will get five entries, yep, five chances to win this great little bundle that we're going to put together. Like I said, it's going to have some past HHN posters. It's going to have Fear and Beer merch, so stickers, buttons, magnets, keychains, all that good stuff, and a couple movies. So, guys, thank you very much for checking this episode out. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you all June 5th. Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like
1: scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! alive. you miss me?
2: Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why?
0: We are in the double digits to Halloween Horror Nights. We are joined by a whole cast that came out to celebrate our birthday, anniversary, whatever you want to call it. We haven't really figured out exactly what that is, Uh, but this is Nick. I also have Seamus with me. Yo, yo. Here he is. We are joined. We have HHN365 on this with us. We got the Scream Queens. We got Haunt Scene. We got the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. We got a whole cast and crew, so I'm going to go through one at a time and let everybody kind of introduce themselves. So HHM365, want to kind of give the rundown and introduce yourselves for us? Uh, Hey, hello there. How's
4: it going? Uh, Thanks so much for having us on the show. Um, If you're unfamiliar with us, we are Mike, uh, Duff, and Nico, and we are uh, so happy to be here.
0: Oh, thanks for thanks for joining. This is, I mean, I've been looking forward to this for a while, and to get this many people on is just is amazing. So. Thank you guys for coming along for the ride, uh, Yo, Scream Queens. Oh, of course, Scream Queens want to uh, want to give us the rundown on your end.
5: Hello, I'm Cece and I'm Jess, and we are a horror and HHN podcast. And we are
2: a uh, female HHN podcast. We're so excited to be here. Yes. Oh, we're yeah. on a lag. I think. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry.
0: It happens. It happens. Yeah. And we have a podcast. <laughs> and we have Haunt Scene with us as well.
6: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Johnny Bronto. Uh, I run Haunt Scene, and we are a travel show for haunted attractions.
0: Perfect. I'm so glad you got to join us. And then we have the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Hey, hey, so this is Hunter. I'm
7: here with original founder of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, Matt.
0: Hello,
8: everybody.
7: Hi, everybody. And we're here to uh, sing about death and and be sad and stuff. So (laughs) let's go.
0: You fit right in, fit right in. Perfect. Well, like I said, thank you guys all so much for joining us. It uh, really means a lot. Listen to pretty much all you guys as, as, um, as content providers before we decide to even start this, which seems like yesterday, but somehow we've found a way to pull a year of Halloween Horror Nights news and, and random horror movies out of our ass to kind of keep on the train rolling. I don't know how it actually ended up that way, but we, we still uh, here used. we are. I mean, it's just, it's yes. obvious.
3: I mean, we just take everybody else's ideas, we, we can mash it into one podcast, and we um make an ass of ourselves on the uh, interwebs. <laughs> but we are Fear
0: and Beer. We drink beer. We try to relate it to what we're talking about. And we do anything from Horror Nights to Horror Movies, so I might as well crack my beer before we get started. And I just had one quick thing I needed to say, too. I was listening to hhn five's episode today, The Season of the Witch, Nico, you've never seen oh, Season no. of the Witch? No.
9: What? I... Well,
0: well, that's not true. That that oh, my God. God.
9: Now, I well, now he has. Same.
0: You've just been oh, hey, guys. All right, guys. I got to go. <laughs> it was nice talking, guys.
1: <laughs> Great having you. Oh, my
0: God. And then good. I did have one other comment on that. We were going through, I think, Mike, you brought up the, the Roger Ebert's list. The yes. top uh-huh. 10 terrible. How is Adventures of Pluto Nash not on there?
4: I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I
0: don't know. You that know, was my um, first thought. I was screaming it was written in my in car. in
4: 2005, so I'm not sure when Pluto Nash came
9: out, but that uh, particular list was...
0: Hopefully they just erased it from history, and that's just never to be heard from again. So Pluto Nash came out in
4: 2002, so you are absolutely right. It should have been on that
0: list. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot of debate on that list. I mean, Pluto that, Nash. Tommy Boy, come on yeah right Oh, that was horrible it was great insanity on that list all right so let's give a quick little rundown of what we're going to be talking about tonight so today each podcast is going to present a top five list of things they are most excited for for halloween horror nights 30. we can go in any order um if you want to present it one one person presenting it all if you want to go a little back and forth between the podcast channel by all means Um, But this really can just be anything, anything you're excited for this year, whether it's a proposed property, whether it's merchandise, whether it is, you know, food and drink, whatever, whatever is most exciting you to get you 99 more days or 98 more days, whenever we're listening to this, to that event. So what we'll do is we'll we'll kick it off on our end, and then we'll just kind of one at a time, podcast by podcast, go through those top five lists. So, Seamus, I'll start on number five for us, because I think that our number five is near and dear
3: to my heart. Yeah, and, I mean, literally heart too. Like when we say heart, yes, we're not talking about like it is
0: very much
9: so.
3: Like your yeah. literal heart. It is
0: what's stopping my heart. It might kill and you. That one is day. twisted taters <laughs> and adding salt and vinegar by the pound on oh, that. God,
3: mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we. Oh, it's so, terrible. So everybody, terrible. everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. knows how, how, how much they put on them, like just normally. Nick will order one and then go, Give me double the salt and vinegar. And I can oh, watch yeah. his heart like stopping as he's eating it. It's, <laughs>
1: oh.
3: it's, it's, it's yeah. take, horrifying and beautiful all at the same time. Take that stick and treat it like it, a gator and roll it around in there.
1: Oh, I ordered yeah, extra
0: I, ones. I, I, on I think my
10: taste buds me. are still gone. Like uh, my tongue is not recovered. Yeah. In no, I, I don't.
0: Yeah. I, can, I can second that. I don't plan on using my taste buds past this year. I think this is probably going to be the end of the run for those. After all the warheads I've had in my life, and That's the fair. amount of sodium that I've consumed at the previous events, but I cannot wait to completely regret <laughs> ordering extra, extra, extra salt and vinegar on my twisted taters. All the other foods are great too, but twisted taters specifically have a uh, special hole in my heart, which it also got You're like, creating <laughs> a hole in your, your heart. That's what you meant to say. Yes exactly and your stomach. all right Seamus, want to hit us with our number
3: four yeah number four uh, i'm sure everybody can relate to this one but uh, i don't know for me um because i do this way too much as it is but i plan on going back opening night and just taking a look at all of the merch they're going to drop for 30 and spend all of my money on all of said merch uh i'll buy shirts that may have been released you know last year three years ago five years ago it doesn't matter i'll buy the same shirt twice if i have to um but totally can't wait to just buy an obscene amount of gear that all says the same thing and you know buy a shirt from every icon that we're going to see this year it's i don't know i i don't know about you nick but i'm going to spend all the money i don't have and probably more more so oh that's what credit cards are for baby it's somebody else's problem
9: <laughs> yeah that's true after the Until it's kill my us. problem, but <laughs> all right. Number three, for us, I am so
0: intrigued at to what this potential pumpkin lord is. The whole fact that it was you know it was on the comic book style shirt sure. we i it's in that debate of is it going to be a new icon? Is it not? Is it just like a really badass character that like kind of a like a redoing of bones from years past and like those harvest scare zones. What exactly are we going to be getting potentially in that sense? You know, it's not confirmed, but I just, I'm so drawn to that character and just, uh, are we going to get a new icon? But what, what's
3: going to go on? I'm just, I'm so looking forward to maybe getting an answer on that. Yeah. For me, I think he's probably my most anticipated house. I don't know. We're not really talking about houses specifically, but um, just seeing that, that t-shirt from this past Halloween where nights light that we had um and i bought that that was the first shirt i bought when i was going through all the all the gear that they had for sale and i i, I think i'm just super excited to finally see what he's all about and you know hopefully he'll become an icon but even if he isn't
9: he's still going to be a pretty cool character and hopefully they'll retain him for future events too so then our number so, yeah. two so we're on a sure. two yeah. yeah, so this one's super exciting for me because
3: again, I think out of everybody here, I'm probably the newest Halloween Horror Nights uh, fanatic. Um I'm not that I haven't followed it, but uh, 29 was the first year I'd ever been to Halloween Horror Nights in person, so getting to actually experience it uh, up close is really cool. So I've heard a ton about these icons and these backstories that they've created for each of them as well as this whole um carry ohio storyline that they've created over the years and i've never really got to experience it so the fact that i'm coming this year to a anniversary year and we're going to get most of the icons back hopefully all of them and we're going to get a, a another deep dive into the carry ohio saga so i'm really kind of pumped to see this for the first time i know that we have it listed as like the return of the icons um so for i sure for everybody it's like you know we're super excited for the return of the icons but for me it's 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 more so to finally get to experience it up close and personal for the first time, so that's that's what I'm super excited about. Um, I'm sure Nick, you have a different perspective of it because, like I said, you've done this before, you've seen these guys up close before, so you probably have a little different way of looking at it than I do. But that's for me, you know, close to num- close to the top of the list. Yeah, it's definitely
0: a little bit more for me. I mean, I, I I'm still fairly newer to it as well. 25 was my first year, so I have seen some of the icons from back then but like we've stated before uh, me and Seamus are both recent transplants to Florida so up until 28 I was coming down for one night a week so when I came to 25 it was just the one night and what really drew me in was I, I really came for Freddie versus Jason and the icons that was when Jack presents the 25 years I, I had gone through it but it didn't really resonate with me as much because I just I was so new to it I didn't know the whole lore behind it so we're kind of both in the same boat still, where you know I have seen them before, but I really look forward to being indulged, you know, a hundred percent. Just from that tribute store this year, the way they had it set up was just—if that doesn't get your blood pumping, then I don't know what will. And oh, yeah. for number one, I think we might have just grouped everything together and took the easy way out. But it oh, is our one year. Oh, we totally so cheated. on I can do one, that, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> number one, it's our us. anniversary.
3: We, we made it. We made it
4: a whole year. We, have, oh. we can scam it if we want to we haven't killed Number each other one in a year
0: is just that opening night feeling that you know when you wake up in that morning you're just you're ready you're geared, and you're ready to go mm-hmm. you have a you're just you're just you know chomping at the bits to get into the park it doesn't matter how big the crowd are crowd is it, it nothing matters you get into the park you get that first beer preferably a pumpkin head you smell the fog as soon as the lights start to kind of like dim up and then the sun goes down, that's when it really starts to kind of resonate that this is
3: horror nights, and you are you are in there. yeah, i'm I mean, that's that's the epitome of what we do. I mean, that's really for like what we're into, like that just the thought and and remembering the smells from years past and from other haunts that I've been to, um just getting there you know, being with a crowd of people that you're super, you know, all into the same thing. You're all super big, you know, friends and just having a beer and eating the snacks that are way too bad for you. And like you said, smell on the fog. Um, there's definitely an ambiance that's created or an environment that's created that you can it's it's almost like walking in to like a, a a store and you smell that like that certain smell and you're like smells like grandma's house. It's basically like that for us <laughs> when it comes to Halloween Horror Nights, is like you you get that smell yeah. and you're like it's fall and even though in florida we don't really get fall you <laughs> still get that feeling of just you know this is it this is my time of year i mean october i wish it was october 12 months out of the year yep. so having having that year uh, that, that that month month and a half where you just get that, that that feeling is just super exciting so that is our top five list so we'll go around now we'll, we'll
0: go podcast by podcast so scream queens want to kick us off
2: yeah sure uh so our number five actually ties in i think shamus you were saying it uh our number five is opening night specifically stay and scream though um because i mean we all know most of us are probably gonna be in Duff gardens right come on it's it's oh, the yeah. better one oh,
9: seriously.
2: <laughs> um yeah, so yeah right i know 365 has done like a whole episode on it why it's the yeah, best you're speaking um, my language <laughs> right so <laughs> i'm so excited because i feel like simpsons is going to be electric like everyone's going to be buzzing everyone's going to be talking we're all going to have you know duftovers pumpkin head whatever we can find uh and i think it's going to be amazing and i feel like i'm probably going to get really emotional that night like specifically in stand scream
9: oh you're not alone mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah i'll cry i'll
2: cry well i'll just cry there together
9: will, yeah. there will
10: be
0: tears <laughs>
2: Podcast corner. I'll bring tissues for everybody. Okay.
0: Be the mom. HHN, H-H-N uh, tissues.
2: I will get branded ones. Expect little packs for each podcast. You want to have a cricket?
5: <laughs> bring the Tylenol, you know, because you always get that crying headache and oh know, my God. From everything else
2: that's going on.
3: That could be from the fog juice, too.
2: True. True. Oh, we're all going to be huffing it. I mean, we're going to be huffing that smell. I don't know.
5: <laughs> all right. Uh, so for number four uh we put our favorite snacks which for me is pizza fries and the <sighs> Indian brownie uh jess is very excited for the drinks because you know drinks you can't have the you, know, you think, can't go without the drinks
2: right right and um, blinky cups i'm really hoping for yeah. beetlejuice blinky cups <laughs> specifically <laughs> i really want one i need a couple i need a full set for people to come and drink out of at my home
5: And I'm going to buy one just to have the cup and you can have the drink. Remember, we already decided on that.
2: Perfect. There we go.
5: (laughs) But yeah, snacks, like you guys said too. Uh, I haven't actually tried the taters from there. I really need to. Um, But yeah, those pizza fries just hit the spot.
9: Yeah, they do.
2: All right, Jess. Also, our number three. uh, So specifically, uh, Cece and I, we're part of a network, a horror network, and some of our friends on other shows this is going to be their first HHN and they've already uh, booked their hotel uh, or are staying with one of us because, you know, open house for them. Uh, so we're just excited to bring people to their first night, uh, specifically our friend Kyle, who has been staring at the trick or treat scare zone for years since he found the picture on Twitter. <laughs> um, so he just wants to be in the fog, in the trees. He wants pumpkins and we just kind of want to take him through and geek out and be tour guides. Be very exciting.
5: So yeah, that'll be great. Um, we're gonna try to do what we can to make it the best for them um, because you know they're coming from out of state too, so they haven't really seen the parks during the day as well. So it'll be really fun. Um, number two, uh, this is very, if you know us, very easy to guess. But um, we are very excited for Beetlejuice. Uh, Jess has already had the pleasure of seeing it, but I have not yet. Um, so. We're I'm not only excited to see it, but um, we're excited to see it plus um, as well yes. as the other houses that are coming back. Um, we would like to see you know what they've added to those because I did get to see those, so we're very excited to see what they've what they've done for changes in that respect. So, yeah, that would be our number two, Beetlejuice.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm not excited for
9: Beetlejuice. <laughs> not at <laughs> all. What is Beetlejuice? Uh,
2: and our number one. Beetlejuice no Good. not at all beetlejuice uh nothing to me i i don't just say it a thousand more times and maybe that'll like muster up the right? like an announcement maybe i just I don't meant something um,
3: completely different so <laughs> yeah i just yeah, thought you no, liked I, bugs no. i don't know
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah no I mean, really he
3: might i don't know
2: oh my god hate him can't stand him um so our number one also ties into something you guys said and it's uh the history of the event i have not seen the icons in person i've you know learned about them my whole life i've been obsessed with the event but i didn't you know get the courage to go until 27 so i missed the icon era cc's seen them but she's actually learning right now through our show where we do history um and i'm kind of teaching her the icons and the houses as we go that we think are going to show up this year so i'm excited to see them and for cc to see them again and kind of like put two and two together and carrie also not just yeah, the icons. because like i've
5: been going carrie for a had. long time but i didn't live out here so i always would only come like one night a year right uh, and I would always come for the IPs back in the day, um, so it's been really great to go over the history of all the icons with Jess. Um, we just covered uh, Eddie and Cindy, and it was amazing. So I'm excited to see this.
9: Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited to
0: see. I mean, I yeah, think we got like missed. a little preview of it with those those banners in the in the icon section of the tribute store last year. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still curious of like just how. You know what is that story going to be? That's what really intrigues yeah. me.
2: Captured. I'm very curious to see how that plays out. Yeah,
0: like what is it? What? Yeah. What capture them?
1: Where are they captured? What, the is, it? what, what <laughs> is it? I need
0: to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Johnny Bronto, want to hit us with that top five list? Top five list. Okay, so my
6: or, number five is taking the day off of work. And there's always that day. And even though there's 24 hours in a day, the day of time slows down because you're just waiting and waiting and waiting to go. Uh, but that's fun. Uh, there's uh, my number four is the gates. You know, you get to see the, somebody will spoil this online inevitably, where you get to see like the pictures and the things they put up. But there's still no experience uh, that is better than like the anticipation of getting in, walking through the gates, walking under there, walking you know having them scan your ticket uh to get in there uh my number three is there's always a moment and i don't know if you guys uh if all of you experience this but there's always a moment on opening night it's like one moment where it finally dawns on you that halloween horror nights is here again and you you see like the the characters going the people having fun you know you see like the different scare zones and things or or like random flames being shot into the sky and, and all of a sudden it just gets overwhelming for a moment you're like ah i'm home you know just kind yep. of oh, it's the best feeling obviously the merch i mean man they got me really good at 28 like <laughs> i mean i walked out it was like three hundred dollars for the first time thankfully um my co-host Melissa works at Universal now, so that's going to help a little bit. Uh, nice. but the merch is always, always going to have those connections. Yeah, just the merch is, I mean, you know, yeah, I, let's be honest. I don't know about you, but a lot of the merch that I have, it will sit in like a bin waiting to be put somewhere. You know, you like you buy more, way more than you need, but you got to have it, you know? Um, oh, absolutely. It's got the merch. And then I think my favorite thing, and this is probably going to be a little, little weird, but I love the social aspect of Halloween Horror Nights. This is where you get to see your friends. This is where you're only going to see these people once a year, or you get to connect with people that you know from various shows all over the country coming in. We're all celebrating the same thing that we love so much, and it's like a it's like a family. It's like a you get to do it like a yearly reunion, uh, a, a big chunk of my friends that I have for Horror Nights and people that I still uh, talk to to this day. I met at uh, Horror Nights 23 at the Legendary Truth go stringoids you know like the, those people are still the nerds that i hang out with and we we have a good time uh which is really really cool but I, I just love and i love sharing horror nights with people there's nothing better than being that tour guide for somebody that's never ever been to horror nights before because you could show them all the little ins and outs and all that stuff and and that's that, that that's my top five list of, of the things that really get me excited about horror nights
0: no oh, that's awesome and, and it's crazy too because we have this podcast right now with I mean there's a bunch of us on here and we've we've talked over over twitter and, and discord and stuff like that but i cannot wait to you know get to the fog and actually meet everybody in person share a beer go through a house enjoy a scare zone i just i'm really looking forward to really you know meeting everybody and really cementing those um those connections
6: and being around human beings again yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so let's just
0: let's just get that out of the
6: way All it's be around people again and 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 you know not feel weird about like hugging or whatever i don't care if i have to wear like five layers of t-shirts that have vaccinated all over it but you know <laughs> i need i need all
0: the love when we get there i'll have my vaccination card stapled onto my walter white meth like creating outfit and i'll go into our nights if that's how i have to look
2: <laughs> i love that for you
0: <laughs>
5: the hazmat all Smith. right
0: jesse it's to spare <laughs> <laughs>
11: H H N 365. Let's uh, let's check out your list.
10: Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um we don't actually have it ranked uh mainly cuz I don't think the three of us could ever come together and create a uh list that's uh, you know, we agree on. That's just not not our thing. Uh yeah. so we're just going to yeah. kind of throw five agreeable we things we're are excited for. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um so my first one uh I was thinking back to H H N light and and what I missed from the regular event and I always went back to simply stay and scream. Um, the first one is always great, of course, because yeah, the hype's really building. Uh, there's so much anticipation. Uh, but the other ones after that are almost better, I want to say, just because it's a chill time with your friends, have a beer, have a drink, uh, kind of plan out what you want to do that night. And I think that's an experience that I don't get outside of Horror nights kind of like a tailgate, um, but better. Um, so that's something I really miss, and I, I can't wait to have it return
9: yeah absolutely um our next one um this is kind of uh, along the same lines as duff
4: it's, it's something that i have missed from hhn light and that is uh one of the most exciting things i am looking forward to see is what happens with the show for me the shows have always played a huge role in setting the kind of the tone for the night and one of my favorite parts of the event honestly and for the most part we've had a strong idea of kind of what to expect when it comes to this year houses um but the zones and the shows are kind of a missing piece of that and there's been a lot of rumors and speculations about how many shows we'll get and if we'll get them at all so i'm really excited to see what we'll end up getting and if they can live up to a marathon of mayhem which is honestly i think maybe Mm -hmm. my favorite thing that's
9: happened at the event ever like that's probably my favorite hhn thing
11: yeah, and a uh, third thing that uh, we're looking forward to, or at least I definitely am, is uh, going to be able to see, uh, you know, the three houses that we had at HHN Light uh, to see what their full potential is going to be. Uh, for me specifically, Bride of Frankenstein. I'm, I'm really excited to see that house be open without any of the plexiglass and have all the characters and everything else in there. It'll be really good to see these houses running at what they're meant to be. Um, Because, you know, Bride of Frankenstein's already a fantastic house as it is. Uh, Once we get rid of all that plexiglass in there, uh, then
10: we're going to be off to the races. Oh, I can't wait to see Tooth's full vision come to life. Let me know. Yeah,
11: and it'll actually be good to see characters in Beetlejuice uh this time around it's like, <laughs> <Yes>. like three <laughs> that obvious pinball scare that uh, was just kind of awkward. <laughs> okay.
0: And I definitely feel that there was like a lot of boo holes that were just not they were constructed obviously before the constraints were thought of. I can't wait to see all those actually utilized to the full potential. Mm-hmm.
10: Definitely. Uh so I guess for our fourth one, uh it's gonna be a little corny and zappy. Uh but our podcast started uh near the end or the middle of HHN twenty nine. Uh obviously when you start a podcast, you don't meet a lot of people off the bat, so it wasn't till like uh off season after that. Then we went through a whole year where we didn't have HHN and now a whole nother off season. Uh and we've met so many people in that time and we never got HHN 30 last year to like meet up and hang out and, and get to enjoy the event. Uh so this is the year that's finally gonna happen. Um so we are are very excited to basically just you know, meet all the people uh, that we've interacted with and uh, become friends with through this community. So pretty exciting for us.
9: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
4: my next one, we really should have ended with Duff's sentimental. um, (laughs) uh, My other one is uh, I really like to see how they translate the IPs that we're supposed to be getting um, like into the actual houses and specifically Haunting of Hill House. This is uh, a series that was absolutely stunning, but on paper it doesn't really have the traditional elements that you normally see in an IP chosen for HHN, so um, I'm really excited to to see how they pull this off.
0: Yeah, that one's definitely going to be it's definitely piqued my interest, that's for sure, because I love the show, but I am very curious what's going to happen for that house and how it's actually going to be built.
4: Yeah, and if they can Mm -hmm. replicate that tension and cinematography that they kind of built um, a lot of the scares kind of came from all that and kind of in the rewatches, if somehow they can capture that feeling and put it into the house, I, I just can't wait to see if they can.
0: That's definitely going to be one of my uh, my top kind of go-tos, right, to start off the bat, just to get it out of the way, just so that way, if there does create that Stranger Things wait, I can say I got in early and I don't have to wait the, the three hours for it. For sure. All right, um, Catacombs let's fall let's uh finish off these top 5 lists
7: all right so yeah i mean we are ready to go you know matt and i we've been talking all week we just picked up them new uh universal monster running shoes we're ready to go they're going to sit in a box
3: <laughs> yeah. until
7: september oh, i matt, feel attacked. Matt
3: might,
7: matt might sit there forever he's undecided i basically like 80s like I don't want to cigarette get ad peer pressured him into yeah, that you did but and now uh, <laughs> i can't wait for him to get here tomorrow i know i can't it's a shame that you know you you get to enjoy them all day and take pictures at least we got a different pair you know That's true. um but you know
8: part this is of the that start to any conversation ever by look the
7: way, i just look i <laughs> it's, love it's the creature skin i <laughs> i just i can't wait to get these things on my feet which is also something i'm going to be saying um once we get the final review does that make sense? No, it doesn't. But, anyways, sure. I'm excited about the final reveal just because, like, this is a really weird year. If you're involved in the community, like, normally you have that big anticipation season. You've got, like, a huge amount of hype as far as, like, oh man, I heard this, but I also heard this. And then the announcements start. But with, you know, last year with a pandemic, basically it felt like anybody who wasn't supposed to talk kind of gave up and they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is what was supposed to be there this year. And it looks like we're rapidly hurtling to minus one major exception, just that event being the same as what was planned. But there really is nothing like the final feeling of seeing everything yeah. laid out, actually having it on the park map guide, learning about, I mean, even right now, I'm not even sure if they know what the scare zones are. You know, those come later on down. So like when we fully have everything and I've got that map in my hand and I'm like, man, two weeks until opening night, that's going to be a special that's a big
8: thing i'm very sentimental for it and i can't wait to have it that's the thing and you kind of hit on it there a little bit and johnny said basically what i'm going to say too you can have the speculation map everything can be right the announcements for everything can be done a month ahead of time there's still that final moment of walking in and seeing everything that you've been thinking about and hearing about that it's just it's it doesn't come and fully hit you until that moment so that the final reveal not only of what we're getting but actually seeing it like i guess you call that opening night it's a lot of things it's a bunch of things all wrapped up in the one but finally seeing everything in the flesh so to speak is there's nothing like that first time seeing everything all in one night
7: yeah totally whether that is seeing like the uh we we brought it up earlier but just like the arches decorations or even you know in a couple years previous with the the avenue of the stars scare zone where you kind of have like the tease of everything that's coming when they did that in 27 and 28. Like, I'm just excited to get that opening night. And, like, even though I've probably already experienced two of the houses, there's still so much more of the event waiting to be discovered. And that's awesome.
8: So number four, I believe, Jess said this. I know the Scream Queens talked about this, which just goes to show why everyone here tonight is having fun and gets along. It's (laughs) stay and scream at Duff Garden. I mean, yeah. that is just, yeah. there's really no better pregame spot. I know it's not the only place, place to drink, but that's, yes, that's it's it is the only place
9: to drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. what it is. I mean, we don't Matt, talk about you, the others.
8: Matt, you were
7: not planning on being there, Beetlejuice's final day. And then where did you and I meet up and
8: hang Duff out? Gardens. We hung out over at Duff Garden. And then I, where did, yeah, I where also did I saw you Shelby? in Death Garden. You did. That's where we met. That's where we found. Yep, that's place. where we met. <laughs> yep. yep. I had. I, I think I met every. I met Dan there. I met Shelby. I think everybody that knew I ended up going that day said, "Meet me at Death Garden." Which dude, Matt not is a like difficult thing to do.
7: Y'all know the opening scene of The Godfather, and like everybody's coming into his office. That's basically <laughs> oh <my> Matt <laughs> no. set up. You have to. You have to come pay your respects and kiss the ring. <laughs>
2: oh
8: my god. Um one thing i wanted to add to that because it's been on my mind and since we're on fear and beer i know you guys would appreciate this just as like a side note or actually an addendum to this because duff beer is good duff toberfest is better i'm actually really looking forward to universal continuing their expansion of craft beer including local beer they've done in the past two years mm-hmm. i don't know what's going to happen this year with if they're going to have as much alcohol around considering what we're going through but in general i'd like to see them continue to expand that. And I, I, I I think that's a good thing for all. beer oh, lovers yes. heard of it. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah,
3: totally. I mean, I, I would love to see that they bring in some more local guys. And um, <laughs> at least from my perspective. I mean, there's there's so many good local breweries that are doing like not necessarily horror specific, specifically themed, but like just like darker themed beers yep. that, you know, kind of fit the whole vibe. So I think it would be really cool if they because I think in twenty nine, correct me if I'm wrong, but they did have a at least one. Kiosk that was selling just craft beer, right? Or, or am I am I mistaking it for something else? No, I don't know if it was all. Yeah, it was sort of, kind of. I guess it had the the
8: the typical beers too that they like, but there was one big one that had a mostly. That's where yeah. the most craft beers were in right. one place. Let's say that. Yes,
7: that's where you were when you weren't at the garden. I was, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we had right. to find you. We did they a had whole- that great
8: we, we oh, did yeah. the whole we saying, like yep. tour didn't we yeah we did, and we did an episode on it we told her every craft and or local beer and then we found that black yeah. cherry cider that went the black winter one. Said, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it is oh, yeah.
2: so good I <laughs> just yeah. slept
0: yeah my thing my my one i would say i was gonna say my bugaboo but like it's not really a bad thing because i actually end up having a great time but i'll get like a, a tall like high lie and then hmm. i'll go be like oh it's a 35 minute wait great and then i get in line and it's like a five minute wait oh yeah and so you just have to slam <laughs> yeah. like a nine and a half uh, percent. Yeah. 75 <laughs> ibu beer in like yep. a second i I'm like it happens and then and then you know rinse and repeat i get out and I'm like oh, I, I don't have a beer right now i might as well go grab mm. a beer oh highlight i'll grab a highlight oh 40 minute wait <laughs> i got time it, no and then yes. then the night's it over <laughs> yep Yep,
7: got to gauge by that express line. If the express is
0: empty, <laughs> you're right on
7: in.
1: Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
7: But like uh... so even even Matt and I've jo- uh, joked about it all season. We keep talking about this thing that it might be fictional. It's kind of like our Bigfoot. Um we keep talking about this thing called the the terrapin challenge where we're going to try to like shoot back two or three of those guys before going into the house and just making sure we don't have an absolutely miserable time in the 90 Tommy. degree September weather. Yeah. Yeah, oh, 90 man.
8: degrees. Dawn or double ipa that's a great idea yes
7: yeah. <laughs> uh, well so number three on the list um, is one that has been alluded to a lot but this is a big anniversary year there's a lot of people you know my first year was an anniversary year but there's those and a lot of friends of the community that have not had the opportunity to experience like how big the event tends to be at least for the last decade For these anniversary years. And with that, comes in tandem with the icons making their big return. It really is a shame that marketing is like, well, I get I guess you guys can have this. You know, like I ate half the sandwich, but here you go. You know, you can have them every five (laughs) years. Um, and you know, there is that reliance on Jack, which is, you know, that's a topic in and of itself. But the fact that a lot of people are getting a chance to see the icons for the first time and hopefully revitalize them in some sort of major way hopefully along the lines of what universal monsters did i'm just really hoping that something special happens and uh I, I just i can't wait to see this this supposed icon's house and i can't wait to see the overarching theme of the event and seeing if the icons are encapsulated in that anniversary year as well
8: yeah i always get been lucky enough to be through i think all the icons that are featured but i always do get excited to see that again again but it's one of those things that's always zero hour for me so when hunter put that on the list i was like yeah okay because i get that he's excited but i really thought about it and, and i'm like i know i'm going to be excited about it it's hard not to it's another one of those things where it's on paper or in theory it's one thing then you're dropped in the middle of it and it's just so awesome so and every year that they've come back It's been a different way, so now that I've thought about it more, I'm actually more excited about this return of them than I think I have (laughs) any of the past ones, which is really a really fun thing to experience right now.
7: You know what's fun is Jack had like a big reinvention during 25, and you know the icons didn't have their scare zone, but like they weren't really given the same treatment. Like I would love to see what the the 3.0 version of the caretaker looks like. Mm. I would love to see what a 2.0 version of the usher would be like yes that's something they absolutely could do if we're going to get it who knows but there's there's a lot of stuff they can do and i'm excited at the prospect
1: of
8: it so number two it's really seems strange when we're putting our list together together to pinpoint a house that we've seen several times but my god did hunter and i and shelby for that matter collectively and and Dan, everyone I went through, I'm gonna start naming everybody I went through the houses with. <laughs> like two, two primary people. Did we love Bride of Frankenstein Returns? And not only can I not wait to see what I saw again, I can't wait to see it in what is hopefully not only supposed to be what we should have seen last year, last September and October, but maybe even more on top of that. I've already said, I I, I, I said it on the show. I, I think it might be my favorite house. It's it's. hell yeah brother yeah i'm still not sure if i say that because it's like i got something that year or i really liked it that much but the fact that i'm still thinking it's my favorite house in may of 2021 i think it is and she's always been my favorite monster and i feel that this house justifies me making that argument and i cannot wait to get through that house again i i predict i don't even think it's a prediction i think it's just a foregone conclusion i am going to spend like i will start in that house and i'll end in that house every night i'm in and out of halloween horror nights i i cannot wait to see that house again
7: yeah we're really well, given something fun. special at the opportunity to being able to to check out this house again and hopefully like in a, a new major way you know everything <laughs> is kind of <laughs> up in the air like is it returning is it not <laughs> I'm i'm definitely putting my money down on that it is but you know matt and i we we talked a lot about that universal monsters house 29 and we were just like man that thing kicks ass the fact that they are doing basically an original story using these characters but also continuing directly from the original film and directly tying into that with like the entrance hallway i've been thinking about this house so much i was very lucky you know Duff and I walked this house together several, several times when we were doing stay in screencast, and I just never got tired of it. It always delivered. It was always a blast. And to this day, like, I'll just be sitting by myself and I'll go, dun, 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 dun. like it is burned into my head forever. And um i I love this house. I think it's incredible. I don't know if I'm quite as far as it being better than Universal Monsters just because I like the compilation, but as far as like from a storytelling standpoint, Man, this thing kicks so much ass, and I have a hard time imagining it not being in at least my like top four by the end of event season, especially if it's getting the upgrades that are kind of being tossed about lately.
8: I will say the one thing that's going to suck not to throw in a a uh, a negative before our number one. We will never have the run we had our last day through because there were so few people by the time we decided to hit that house that last that Beetlejuice day. That I was with you guys we, the
2: last time. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Not only were we pulsed, but we were like able to stand like a good 5 to 10 seconds yeah. in front of things and make sure we saw it all. That was probably the best run of any house I've had in years.
7: So he's being, that's his very nice way of saying we left Hunter to die. Um, yeah. He <laughs> back about 500 yards from where I was. Jess and them ran all the way through the house. Um, and here I was, and I was like, man, I've been through this like 32 times at this point, but vampire ladies are scary and i'm not sure how i feel about
2: it. And, uh, didn't run i just have uh, short legs and i was briskly looking at everything i was <laughs> scary, like the,
7: I, I had like the sonic the hedgehog music playing in my head i was like gotta go fast like everything <laughs> rings <laughs> yep that's right <laughs> i bumped into one of them attendants and i lost all my rings what a shame. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> They all started flashing too. It was the weirdest damn thing. (laughs) So this one is like a huge one, and I I like this one is kind of this is kind of self indulgent, but I don't think I have ever had consistently as much fun at Halloween Horror Nights in my time going as I did with Marathon of Mayhem. Uh, Marathon of Mayhem was just the perfect culmination of nighttime entertainment in a theme park. It featured the perfect properties. Having Ghostbusters features so prominently, um, Stranger Things, Killer Clowns, the Universal Monsters, all of that coming together in this big representative way really made the event feel more cohesive than I think it has in a long time. And it's pretty crazy because you know this thing is like right up against like a Viking scare zone. So, like you've got that huge <laughs> juxtaposition. So you're like, ooh, and then it's like duh, 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 and yeah. like everything's <laughs> like melding, and but like the way that they incorporated the technology for the lagoon show just completely rocked my socks off and Mm -hmm. i understand that this year you know maybe the properties at least for me you don't have that 80s theme and maybe the properties are less appealing as a whole and that's not like a slight it's just last year was so good i can still say this is like the number one thing that i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to hanging out with my friends catching this thing like two three times a night having a drink in my hand and just really enjoying the feeling of being in the park and experiencing something together again, that's going to be a big thing. And uh, I just can't wait to see what
8: this lagoon show is going to be. You hit a big thing with that, with the, with the show um, that I maybe wasn't intended. Maybe it was, I don't know. Um, We would always get there minutes early, like 10, 15 minutes early, even five minutes early. And that was kind of the stopping point where you stopped and you caught up and you had that drink in your hand with friends it's like you can go through a house and you can point things out you can shout that's cool that's cool but you get a moment to stop and talk in while you're waiting for the lagoon show to start and i i I think that's almost every person that i had caught up with through the year that only get to see once a year at this event are quality time to go down a sentimental route like if you have tonight was yeah. before that lagoon show you got the stop you got the you got that break you had that drink you talked to your friends it was a real the the, the <laughs> moment of actually sitting there catching up talking to someone one-on-one and then you followed it up with a show like that so there's a lot about that whole process that i really love and i do hope we get that again like hunter was saying yeah it's just, I
7: love that you and I basically turned into Marathon of Mayhem, like Jehovah's Witnesses for the rest of the season. Like, I mean, you met our Lord and Savior, Marathon of Mayhem. Like, we were basically doing that whenever we could and dragging whoever we could there. And, like, that it was just, man, what
8: what a special memory. I wouldn't have caught up with Kenny that night and then promptly forget the rest of the night by hanging out with him and drinking. So. You would have found him got to remember. In a
9: somewhere. <laughs> it's true. We didn't know how good we had it. Yeah. Right. Oh, we, that's that's the truest statement coming out of this year. When we saw when we
0: closed the doors on twenty nine, and we're like, all right, well, yeah, we'll see you in, exactly. see you in a year.
1: <laughs> 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 god, I the pooch that on that right. one. Oh my god! Yeah.
8: I just yeah.
7: I didn't know that November second was going to be my last time licking a handrail. Like I just, I wish I knew now. I wish I knew then what I know now. You know, like it's.
0: it's so you hard. stopped licking the handrails. That, yeah, right. that I mean, look. So we I shouldn't was, do that.
7: He he only learned about germ theory in 2021.
11: <laughs> look, I've been
0: watching a lot of
7: Howie Mandel Nico. It's fine. I get it. Um, but yeah. I hear they why you
8: never contracted COVID? Now, actually.
1: Uh, look, your your immune uh,
8: system is off the charts.
9: Hey, I got that Ozzy Osborne thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> going off of that, let's get
0: into this next portion where we're going to be doing sort of a a pick 'em, if you will. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to give you three groupings or three pairs, and you're going to pick which pair you would like to have kept, and the other two will have been gone from Horror Nights history forever.
3: Do we remember them? No.
0: That's the okay, sad no. part.
1: Oh so,
3: no! So what Nick is doing is making everybody come together and have a kumbaya moment to then destroy podcast history forever. Yeah, we're just, all gonna get—we're all just gonna get into fights after this about like uh-oh. who you know who's right and who's wrong. Two podcasts enter. podcast <laughs> yeah. center.
2: That sounds like, like a normal team. episode on the scream Queens.
3: Right. <laughs> so yeah, the idea is that he's gonna give you there's three groups, two uh three pairs in each group. And you're just going to have to pick one that you keep and two that poof are gone from Horror Night's history forever. So we'll start
0: it with the easier, the IP houses. So what I did is I took your options are Poltergeist from 28 and Freddy versus Jason from 25. You could pick those two. You could pick The Shining from 27 and Halloween from 24. Or you could pick The Thing from 21 and Universal Monsters from 29. So those are the three options. Each option is two different houses. So going first, there's a lot of things that I kind of take into consideration for this. The Shining was a obviously an amazing house for me. One of the all-time, you know, best movies. And Halloween is like quintessential Halloween. That's you know, October 1st hits and you fire up Halloween on the TV. It's called That's Halloween just, for like, a reason. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um we've obviously already just talked about and, how amazing Universal Monsters was from 29. And it's just that's going to go down as one of those top houses of all time. But for me, when I'm looking at these houses, I think of something just more like personal that grabs me. And, and with all of these options on paper, the one that grabs me is pretty versus Jason from 25. Because I've gone down. On the pod that this is just one of my favorite good, bad movies that I just cannot get enough of. This movie is the movie that drew me into Horror Nights. 25 was my first year, and I'm, I'm not sure exactly how I had not heard of Horror Nights previously. But with Freddy vs. Jason being a property here, that's what actually drew me down to actually come to the event. So I think for that reason, and also pairing it with the Poltergeist House from twenty-eight. I think I'm gonna to have to go with that selection and I'm gonna to have to let go of the other ones. I just to go through that Freddie versus Jason House again, I would I would give any amount of anything. Money, whatever, just to be able to go through that thing one more time.
9: And Seamus, you wanna go through your yeah, selection? So uh, this one
3: was probably the hardest for me Um, and i think this nick put these lists together on purpose i mean he did this so i would Mm -hmm. stay up all night lose sleep and rack my brain about which which two to (laughs) pick because although i've only ever been through one of these out of the six um there's just some of my favorite properties of all time i mean so there was one i wiped out off the board pretty quickly and it's not because i don't like either of these properties it's just that the other four just made it that much harder and there's a there's a myth going around that freddy versus jason's a bad movie and we need to end <laughs> this myth because freddy versus jason is not a bad yes. movie it is a phenomenal yeah. movie it is one of the best Gives freddy the best and one or one jason one. movies of all time um And I would have killed to come see that house in person, but I obviously didn't have the chance. And I'm sure Nick was like, Hey, I'm going down to see it. You want to come with me? And I'm like, I'm poor. I can't. So uh, (laughs) I didn't, I did not get to come down that year and see it, but I would love, love to do it. Um, poltergeist. I had the unpopular opinion of believing that it's not as great a movie as everybody remembers it being. Um, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just wasn't a huge fan of it when the first time I saw it years and years ago, but I can take it or leave it. So, unfortunately, Freddy versus Jason isn't enough to keep those two ahead for me. Uh, It really comes down to the last four. And anyone that listens to the podcast, they know that I am a Stephen King Stan. I have read almost everything he's ever written. I love almost every movie they've made, they've adapted. And The Shining is the quintessential, like just Stephen King movie. And it's funny because, you know, <laughs> Stephen King isn't a huge fan of it. But either way, um, I would have done anything to have been able to see that house up close just because I love that book and that movie so much. Um, and Halloween, I mean, uh, Michael Myers is is my boy. Like, uh, he's he's the one slasher that I will, like, go to my grave watching because I, I, I you know, Freddy's cool. Jason's the man, but Michael is is my homeboy and he's the one that I'm always like, like Nick said, the entire month of Halloween. I mean, I watch Halloween probably every night because I just I love that movie so much. But um, it was hard to pick this one over the thing because I do have a soft spot for the thing as well. Um, If you listen to our top 10 horror movie episode uh i think the thing was top three for me i mean the thing the shining and halloween were all in the top three i think those are my top three movies so it was really hard to 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 pick these to pick out of these two but because of i'm not a, i'm not i'm not like a a die by the sword type universal monster fan like they're all cool and i like to watch those movies just as like uh you know just because you kind of have to it's it's, a, it's it's a halloween staple to, to watch those movies but um it wasn't enough to be like you know, to pick this one with the thing. So with The Shining and Halloween, it was just, it was at the end of the, at the end of the, at the end of the decision, it was probably an easy decision for me, but those are the two that I would keep. It's definitely a tough road to go down.
9: Yeah. That's why
0: we
3: decided to go first and get that off of our plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The I fact mean, that Nick and I have lasted a year is surprising, but <laughs> you can see why.
7: Also, anytime Freddy versus Jason comes up, I've just got to talk about, it's the best uh, movie soundtrack of all time.
1: Oh, um, easily oh it's like all Kill Switch, great Avery, industrial
7: negative oh come on it's yeah it's hard I mean, to top it
0: if you put the line why don't you go find yourself a pig to pick in a movie i'm going to watch it oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: it's whole so party big. scene
0: when they're in their corn maze and he starts pushing jason in the chest oh
2: did nico just say what, <laughs> what?
3: don't 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 talk to him about it
0: please uh, of course it he
3: did. <laughs> is this nico, another non-nico watch... watch wait nico have you not watched this you have movie? to watch
2: terrifier still no, no, no. Well,
1: really terrified no. Might
3: employ. I'm
2: you'll you never problem, watch
3: that I was just, yeah.
2: he's too precious
0: oh freddy versus jason watch party coming soon freddy seriously uh, we're all gonna oh, have a watch yeah, party together
5: right. feature
0: of season of the witch
6: and then terrified to wrap it up
5: yes, yes. No. I'm down no oh, one's afraid. sleeping
0: that night <laughs> nope. I don't. I didn't sign up for this Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Aww. laughs>
0: all right let's kick it over to catacombs want to go through one by one at a time do you need me to list off the options again
8: nope i got them in front of me hunter did you cool, want to... I... oh, do well, you, want... Talk... Yeah, you want i'll go ahead go to... ahead yeah, talk... okay what? so yeah the tough thing about this is that there's one in each that i want to see again mm-hmm. um I'll, I'll just, I'll run through that. Uh, Poltergeist, because I've never seen my original co host Quint so scared in my life. And I would love to see that <laughs> moment again. I would really yeah. love to relive that moment. And he again. went through a killer clown. He was, this was worse. It was the yeah. that, that clown doll that dropped from the ceiling that I, oops, forgot the warning. Oh, bell. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, The Shining <laughs> and Halloween, it's kind of like split between the two. Halloween overall, I'd love to see the entire house again. The Shining has some really good room, like for IP. For an IP, May so that's that's almost kind of a dead heat, and the thing I remember fondly. I'm not the biggest thing movie fan, but I certainly liked it. And Universal Monsters is no secret how I love Universal Monsters, so it seems like it would be a slam dunk for Universal Monsters for me. But since there seems like there's going to be a Universal Monster presence to come in Halloween Horror Nights future, combined with oh. the Universal Monsters land that's predicted for epic i can kind of skip over that and jump right back to poltergeist and freddie versus jason is my pick
9: Woo, got another one on my side <laughs> good,
7: good pick matt good pick matt and for those reasons what's the furthest With- thing i can pick away from it um <laughs> let's see let's see dead silence not on the list no i'm just kidding so um yeah i am actually going to say that first bracket as well uh, with poltergeist and pretty versus jason um the reason being is i think the shining like that's an incredible thing i'm so glad we got that representation at the event and halloween was like a huge deal you know it was their first <clears throat> official usage of michael myers not counting like the bootleg versions that they yeah. had done a couple times before but like halloween is a sequel to the uber successful american werewolf in london like american werewolf in london i brought this up a lot on catacombs just really kickstarted this era as far as like we're going to do a classic horror movie and just really adapt the shit out of it and the shining is the same way um universal monsters is great but i think the reason that poltergeist takes it for me is not only is it one of my favorite houses of all time it's actually <laughs> contrary to what was just said um which you know opinions they're like uh, menus at restaurants uh, poltergeist is a, a top five movie for me i just think it, it absolutely stands the test of time but the most important thing about the poltergeist house is that when we were going into anticipation speculation season and we first saw poltergeist we're
1: like
0: man
7: what a pull how the hell are they going to do that i just i don't understand how they're going to do poltergeist and the way that they did it as far as making doing an IEP but incorporating an original layout and plan just throughout it as far as just, hey, the first part of this is going to be the movie. And then we're going to go beyond that. Everything from the facade going into the, the other realm. Um, I mean, even the the entrance of this underneath the pool and underneath the house, that's the only reason you guys got graveyard games, is because that section of the house was so successful, they just reused it for graveyard games. So poltergeist really brings the heavy guns to it, and I just I think it has to do it. And plus. Freddy versus Jason. I mean, that was just a big deal for me. I'm a, I'm a Jason guy through and through. So my first year, that was a big deal. But Poltergeist is is what really seals the deal here for me.
0: Uh, I can get on board with this. This Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Johnny, want to kick us off with your selection on that?
6: Oh man, so this this was hard. Oh. This one was tough. So uh, you know, Poltergeist absolutely amazing. Freddy versus Jason absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, I think from a, from a bulk value standpoint, I think that's probably where I would go. I love the shining Halloween was amazing. I can, I can live without Halloween because we did have like a very similar Halloween two house. So I'm going to take that in a technicality and mm-hmm. Halloween four. Um, yep. And then I'm really struggling with the thing in universal monsters because universal monsters was so good. However, the thing uh, at uh horror nights 21 has my favorite all time moment of any house uh, if you remember when you left the little station in Antarctica and you transitioned into the ship, there was like that little blackout hallway and it was nothing but like, like crazy lights and winds and cold gusts. And that's like my favorite horror nights moment ever. So it's hard for me to give that up. So, Oh, this is so hard. It's so hard. Uh, cause cause if that never happened, then I wouldn't be the person who I am today. (laughs) So, uh, you know what? I'm going with the thing in universal monsters because I can't give, I honestly, it's that, that particular moment was what really made me become not just a fan, but literally fall in love with the entire, everything with horror nights. Like it was my, it was my aha moment, even though I'd been going since, since, uh, the bloody Mary uh, 2018, that that one thing was just like holy crap so you know what i'm taking the thing i'm taking universal monsters let's go and uh i love all the other houses but but i, I gotta go that route
0: and that's why i love this because it's just so many different you know frames of mind that bring it to you and i i lo- i'm a sucker for like those temperature houses yeah like yeti krampus like oh uh,
6: the air conditioning i mm-hmm. just love it it's yeah. I'm such
0: a sucker for it yeah. So I don't know. All if right. you ask me
6: in 10 minutes, I might change my mind, but
0: that's, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm feeling right now. It's it's definitely a uh, definitely a tough call. All right. Scream Queens, wanna go through your uh selections for us?
5: Sure. Uh I'll start. Um so I'm gonna go with um the thing and Universal Monsters. Uh the reason why is because Universal Monsters is probably one of the best houses we've seen in years. Um I don't ever want to get rid of it. Uh, Just the feeling of going through that house was amazing. Um, And I really love the movie, the thing. I didn't actually see the house from that year. I did see the one in 17, the assimilation house. Uh, And I really enjoyed that one, but I unfortunately didn't see the other, but I love the movie. So uh, that's why I'm going to go with that choice.
2: Yeah. So I, unfortunately, each uh, kind of selection, I haven't been through one of the houses. (laughs) So for me, I had to kind of, yeah, I had to kind of like pick with my heart, which I mean, I feel like if you listen to our So, you kind of know where I'm going to go. But Poltergeist, like, I'm I'm not picking Poltergeist, but I want to plead my case. It had my heart because I did Unmasking the Horror. I feel like if I didn't do that tour, specifically of that house, I wouldn't have seen a lot of the details because I had, I think I only went through that house once that year. I wasn't a local, so I didn't get the run throughs like uh-huh. I did in 29 of the houses there uh same thing with the shining that was my first year i was super overwhelmed (laughs) it was a good house it's not my favorite property uh it's my sister's favorite movie so she she would probably pick that but universal monsters is actually like in my top five ips of all time so i can't ignore that so i have to go with that and i had a perfect run where i was Mm -hmm. the only one in the house with my partner at the time so like that specifically is why I have to pick monsters. I had a perfect run and you can't. That's why I like
0: these two. It's You can have a different personal connection with each property that Mm -hmm. really draws you in. Like I said, for me, that Frey versus Jason was it's what drew me to the event. Whereas somebody that came to the event much earlier can have an attachment to a much different property. So it's just very personal, which is really cool. Yeah. All right. HHN365, want to round out these IPs? Yeah, Yeah, sure.
10: sure. you wanna? I'll start it off. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, this one, I'll get to the reasons why It's actually an easier one out of the ones coming up for me. Um, I'll try to go through it quick. Uh, Poltergeist is obviously the headliner of the Poltergeist and Freddy vs Jason options, and I am very on the record as not being as big of a fan as most people. Not that it's a bad house in any way. I just don't love it as much as most. So I think that was an easy one to knock off for me. Uh, the thing is, my favorite horror movie of all time, The House. Now, nah, not so much. It was, it was fine. I don't, I don't think it's enough to carry over, even matched uh, with Universal Monsters, which is a fantastic house. I think probably in my top ten of all time, at least. Um, but I'm gonna go with The Shining and Halloween. One because The Shining, I thought, um, was completely underrated, and I thought it was a fantastic execution of the property, and I enjoyed the house thoroughly. And then. The kicker for me here is Halloween, uh, obviously an amazing house, uh, also in my top 10 of all time. However, if you get rid of Halloween, then you're only left with Hell Comes to Haddonfield, which is a fine house and Halloween four. And that would be devastating if that's the only two uses of the property we got. And I can't let that happen. Uh, so I'm going with the shining and Halloween.
9: All right, well, I'll go next. Um, this was really hard for me as well. Um halloween from
4: 24 was. i actually worked at 24 i have a lot of personal memories um I, I i like to think about There was one time that i like took a long break um just on the facade of that 24 house um because i was working backstage at the time so it would be really hard to, to have that disappear that being said uh the thing and universal monsters I, I disagree with duff on this i think the thing is an underrated house it was um, great. Uh, I like to explain it to people who didn't get to experience it. It's kind of like if Yeti mixed with uh, Stranger Things, um, it had a really cool vibe. Um, and 21 is just one of my favorite events. And then Universal Monsters, while it wasn't my favorite of the year, um, it's really just kind of the textbook example of what uh, a Halloween Horror Night's house is. Um, Hunter, I believe you said it one time. Um, you could really just take this house and put it into universal or even uh you know epic and it would be the you know perfect example quintessential um walk attraction,
7: yeah, yeah, I'm hoping elements of this get incorporated into the uh what is presumably the Dracula's castle like maybe yeah. maybe they congafy it up a little bit and do something there, but you know that that is interesting, and like that's a conversation for another time I'm just. I feel like they're not going to use these Crash McCreary designs and go for something maybe a yeah. little bit more family friendly when it comes to epic. But yeah, I'm really interested to see. I just I have a hard time imagining the HHN monsters in the the 365
9: <laughs> theme park, you know? Yeah. All right, that leaves you, Nico. Well, it looks like I'm here to cast
11: the breaking vote, and we already know which way this is going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um it, it's the only one i've experienced on here um i do like the movie poltergeist and i do like the shining but you know what i really love me that universal monster's house it's my favorite house of all time i've only been in 13 of them and it's my favorite house of all time so yeah i can't live without that one that's probably the one that changed me they so, yeah, like, definitely can't pick against the the all time. Yeah.
9: yeah. It turned me into the the fan that I am. So um, I guess HHN
11: 365 goes for Universal Monsters and outweighs stuff
10: loan. Well, that is not how it works. All uh, right? right. That's how <laughs> it works. Just right? Making the rules. That's how it works.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll switch over to these original houses now. So the same concept. I'll run through the list real quick for us. So we got the Body Collectors Collections of the Past from 18 scarecrow the reopening from 27 we have jack presents 25 years of monsters and mayhem from 25 and gothic from 22 and then we have graveyard games from 29 teamed up with slaughter cinema from 28 so i'll kick this one off i had actually switched my answer on this i have kind of tossed and turned on this for a long time graveyard games love it definitely one of my favorites all time Slaughter Cinema, I'm a sucker for that whole theater aspect, those B-grade movies, you know, the Demon Baby and all that nonsense. I love it. But for me, I think I have to go towards that real fear factor. And for me, what I think goes down as the all-time, you know, it's debatable, but I think one of the all-time scariest houses was that Scarecrow the Reaping House from 27. So that is actually going to get my vote for this because i really loved that scarecrow house and i wasn't around for that body collector's house so i really want to get on that i kind of read about it it's got that whole jack the ripper vibe it's a prequel house so it kind of explains the collectors that kind of tie into the whole uh, other terror queen folklore stuff like that um but with jack presents 25 years uh, we're gonna get icons in various events we're getting them at 30 so I'll, i'll get them again at some point. And I was really drawn to that whole cathedral aspect and that Catholicism aspect of Gothic. But after reading through these, I really want that farm-style house in the Scarecrow. I really want that, that icon-style tie-in with the collections of the past, those London streets. I, I have to go with that. So my, my selection from this list is the body collectors and Scarecrow. Yeah,
9: this
3: one for me was relatively easy. Um obviously i'm not as well versed in the original houses of the past so it's all from what i've read on on their wikipedia page but for me it was easy because of the one that i have been through it's probably one of my probably the favorite of that year um this is pretty simple it's graveyard games 29 and slaughter cinema i'm a super big movie nerd horror movie nerd um just movie fan in general. So. Checking out Slaughter Cinema would be really cool, and to actually go back and see it. But Graveyard Games is just too good for me to not to, to just let it just let it disappear forever. I mean, I I I I think that out of all the houses in twenty nine, that was the one I went through the most. Um, probably went through that ten or twelve times. So I I got to stick with those two. I mean, it would be cool to see, you know, the Body Collectors one, the Scarecrow one, like Nick was saying, if it's as scary as he says it was. I mean, they, those are the two that I would you know probably would have picked otherwise. Because again, I'm I, I side with him on the side on the fact that. We're going to get icons, you know, going forward. Obviously, we're getting them this year. So it's not a for me, it's not a huge deal that we're going to lose. Jack presents plus I, I, again, I haven't seen it. So I think I'm going to go with Graveyard Games and Slaughter Cinema because I just can't let Graveyard disappear from the ether. All right, let's go Scream Queens. What do we got for these original houses? Uh,
5: this is the easiest that you've put out there for us personally, <laughs> because it has two of my favorite houses of all time uh, Slaughter Cinema and Graveyard Games. Uh, literally, yes. they're like on my top five. Uh, if you've ever listened to our episodes in the past, we've talked about both of them many times. Uh, so, definitely a very easy choice here.
9: Did it just for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, it, it was really easy, but it wasn't for me. Because again, like I haven't experienced uh, two of the houses, or actually, Fairy Bum, excuse me uh but the three that i haven't experienced are like dream houses for me because of the history of them um so to not have them ever again is like really tough choice not big fans of you guys right now <laughs> um, we'll talk about that in the next uh the next one we have to pick too. then i get really angry um but <laughs> <laughs> save the um,
0: best for last
2: uh, we're not gonna talk about uh, graveyard <laughs> games is my uh, number one original of all time it might actually be my favorite house of all time and it is the house i've gone through the most i think i tried to count in 29 it was over 30 uh walkthroughs that house but i was a local so like i could do that (laughs) um and then slaughter cinema i love b movies i love going to the movie theater like you can't pass up having so many different stories so i can't not choose those two (laughs) those are my babies yeah it's
0: this was definitely a tough one for me as well uh johnny want to hit us with your selection I' you guys got to do this to me? This is such <laughs> brutal.
6: We are sadistic. So, oh, man, I love <laughs> Scarecrow. I love Scarecrow, but you know what? I feel as though Scarecrow is going to give us a sequel at some point. Oh.
9: Fingers crossed.
6: Yeah, uh, fingers crossed. Um, and then I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to cop out with the Jack Presents 25 Years, and it actually had a scene from Gothic in there, even though I love Gothic. Um I gotta go with Graveyard Games and Slaughter Cinema. I gotta go because I can't give up. I can't give up. uh, Graveyard Games. It was just so so good. I love Slaughter Cinema. I would imagine throughout the years we're eventually going to get all of the Slaughter Cinema houses as or all the all the Slaughter Cinema movies as their own houses in the future. Hopefully Midnight Snack too uh, first and then. (laughs) um, But yeah, I'm gonna go with Graveyard Games and Slaughter Cinema. You know, I love you know i really had to kick it back bef- between the first year i went body collectors which i barely remember and then but i love the scarecrow Scarecrow's the scariest house i think that i've ever been through in horror nights uh so it's kind of rough but uh but i'm going over i'm going for value here i'm going for graveyard games and Slaughter cinema
0: it's it's tough to leave that one on the
9: board that's for sure yeah all right hhn365 let's uh let's see what you're at Yeah, sure. Uh, Duff, do you want to go first? Um, Yeah, I guess so. Why not? Um, So this one's fun because I actually
10: uh, changed it from what I I was originally going to select. So things change quick here. Um, (laughs) Jack Jack presents 25 Years of Monsters and Mayhem and Gothic. Uh, Not that they're bad in any way, but I'm just going to toss those out right now. Body collectors, collections of the past, yeah. and scarecrow's reaping—that's uh, that's a really tough one not to pick because um, well, scarecrow is scarecrow, uh, probably the scariest house I've ever experienced. I think in more recent years, um, it has the most like impactful scares on me by a very very large margin, um, and that's that's always kind of important, you know. It's not always about the scares, but when you get them good, um, that sticks with you for sure. Uh, body collectors—that uh, was early on in my tenure, and something about it. Not that it was the most amazing house ever, but it really stuck with me. So so it's kind of important to me in my HHN fandom. Uh, However, Slaughter Cinema, favorite house of HHN 28. Graveyard Games, favorite house of HHN 29. And in the conversation for my favorite house of all time, and as much as I kind of want to go Body Collectors and Scarecrow because of just importance, I think the power of how good Graveyard Games and Slaughter Cinema are going to carry it on for me.
7: You hear the shock, uh, the shocked gasps from the audience. Though,
10: because I know. Everyone is everyone is just reeling Dick, Dick from that surprise games. answer here. It was going to wow. be shocking because I was going to do the other one, but I didn't. No.
4: Yeah, I had a dream at uh, one point that we did this whole thing before, and you picked. Uh,
6: I did. A, a, yeah. Something different. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, can, yeah. Can we record this two ways just in case? <laughs> in, like, can we have Tignic Taro
4: just come in and like splice her in? It worked for Zack Snyder. <laughs>
7: <laughs> just in case. Mike, I'm imagining Duff that mustache. there, He's in a Roman robe, and then all of you in graveyard games masks come in and brutally stab him like nine
1: times <laughs> for his betrayal.
7: <laughs> it's like too brutus. um yeah um this one was
4: easier for me um gothic was a really good house but graveyard games if you've listened to an episode of hhn 365 we're a a graveyard games uh stand podcast basically basically if you like had to sum up basically what our show is we we're a graveyard Games stand podcast more than an (laughs) hhn guest and um and slaughter cinema I didn't get to experience it but uh I would love to get to experience it and the sequels of it and from what I'm understanding if we were to take this away we could never get sequels of it either it's kind of like if it disappears um the kids disappear too so um just that fact alone that we like I'm hoping for sequels of Slaughter Cinema down the road forever um of the those types of things and if we were to get rid of it, that wouldn't happen. So
9: I have to go with uh, Graveyard Games and Slaughter Cinema.
11: Yeah, just to r- round it out, uh, to tell you how much we like it, our group chat that we use here is called the the Sid and Nancy Stand Club. So that that goes to show you how much <laughs> we like
1: uh,
11: I so. <laughs> that. So it's the only one I've experienced. I can't really say much more. Uh, I also like slaughter cinema because I can't pass up a good alliteration. So uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, graveyard games,
9: all right, catacombs. What do we got on this one? All right. So I've been looking at this list for a minute
7: here, and um, I'll just go ahead and and toss it out here. I feel like it has to be the first option with body collectors and scarecrow. The reason being is, the body collectors are those icon characters that aren't icons. There's a reason that they've revisited them several times. And I think you would be missing out on some incredible stuff, in particular, um, the body collector's house from 25. Like, that's that was huge for me. That's a huge thing. And Scarecrow, Duff just said this, but, you know, in recent years, I've noticed a lot of people say, oh, maybe Scarecrow wasn't that good. And it's like, if you ever feel like that, put on a youtube walkthrough or something yeah. there's uh surprise there's actually a great video um i believe from inside the magic where matt looked over his shoulder directly <laughs> into the camera during a yeah. <laughs> during a scarecrow walkthrough. Yeah, okay me. so that is
2: matt because this this whole yeah, time i'm like i'm pretty sure it's matt
7: yes <laughs> he's the one yeah. That, that yeah makes direct eye contact you're he's famous like, what are you doing dude <laughs> um but so about scarecrow though like i think that it totally deserves its reputation like it really just pulled off everything that you could want about a Halloween horror night's house. And just speaking as somebody, you know, like that was when I had a couple of years under my belt and I'm like, do, do, you know, I've got this do, 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 And I walk in a scarecrow. <laughs> and by the time I leave, I feel like I've just been completely torn apart. <laughs> like it yeah. just the adrenaline hitting me all at the same time did it. Um, so yeah, I don't even need to talk about the other options. Everyone knows the reputation of them. But yeah, I think Scarecrow really puts this over the top.
9: The these are all six
8: choices are good. And and if you would have paired up almost any other combination, it would have been a lot harder than it was. But this was actually kind of easy, but still again, like great choices. Like Graveyard Games and Slaughter Cinema, two all-time classics. Those are two houses I really loved watching people go through for the first time. Jack presents and Gothic, some really good. Houses as well. Jack Presents was our most recent Universal Monsters appearance until twenty nine, so that always holds a, a good memory for me. But Body Collectors and Scarecrow. I mean, Body Collectors is my all time favorite original IP horror nights and I, I every year I wish and hope and beg that we're going to get a new chapter in that story because I just love it so much. And anytime you put Body Collectors against anything, that already pretty much seals the deal. But then you put *Scarecrow the Reaping*, which is one of the two times I genuinely, genuinely got scared to the core. That very last house, the very first week it opened, before they cut down, just one way to go through the ending of the house. That that was like, a, if that room was two seconds longer, I might have completely lost my mind. My first run through, it was it was, it was actually like it was genuinely frightening, and that doesn't happen that often at these kind of things and that's the last time it's happened that I still I'm actually kind of getting a tad uncomfortable talking about it now so it's it's got to be body collectors <laughs> and scarecrow for me
0: yeah I definitely try to pair up some of these ones to really divide the groups <laughs> <I'm just> here <laughs> for chaos now is where the chaos really kicks in because now we're talking icon God. so
1: yeah, I yeah this is up.
0: when the bloodbath
3: starts this yep. is
1: this <laughs> is are the off. battle
3: dome right here. Yeah, glo- I was to <laughs> say gloves are gloves are officially off. <laughs> yep. So I am pairing up
0: Jack and Lady Luck, the caretaker and Bloody Mary,
9: the director and Chance, and Terra Queen and the Usher. And again, I will kick this off, and I'm going to kick this off in a very ah, questionable manner where I'm going to eliminate Jack immediately. And that's not
0: because I don't like him. But when I'm looking down this list, I've gotten so much story of Jack and it's, and it's great. And I love the story of Jack. It's, it's deep. There's a lot to it. But I'm that very selfish person that is like, give me, give me, give me. And then when I get enough, I'm like, nah, I'm good. On to the next thing that I don't know about. So for that reason, I feel like the other options that I can pick from still have more story that can be kind of brought out from them whereas Jax is so deep and I love it and it's great but I know it now so I'm going to take him off the list caretaker I I love that story but the Bloody Mary attached to him kind of you know kind of throws the weight into some sort of imbalance where I'm like "Ah, I, I, I want to take caretaker but Bloody Mary is just really dragging him down. And then I'm looking down to Terra Queen and The Usher. And then I have the director and chance. So those are my last two options. And I think, again, more of like a personal thing. I went to school for film and video. I've always had just such an attachment to movies. Um, As much as I love Terra Queen and like that whole world building um, thing that we get with her. I don't know if I can overlook the director because I just love his his world and that realm. And, I, and I'd love it for it to be divulged even more with the all-night die-in. I love those style of compilation houses. And Chance, I think Chance can definitely stand on her own without Jack. And I think with Jack being around, Chance's story kind of gets overshadowed and she gets immediately put into that secondary character role where i think that there's a lot more to her story and character that could really be divulged on so for those reasons i'm going with the director and chance that's who i'm taking seamus what are you thinking on this
3: yeah i think this is where (laughs) this is where i might um
9: where the battle lines are drawn lose
3: more friends than than gain them um but i'm kind of with you on the idea that Jack, although clowns are terrifying, I'll admit, and he's like the leader of the icons. He's like the most iconic
9: icon. Um, the problem I have with him is that he... Um,
3: this is going to get me in so much trouble.
9: He just reminds <laughs> me too
3: much of the Joker. And, and not that the Joker's a bad character. I like the Joker, but I just... i i I, I don't see him as... Clowns are hard for. Uh, not that there's like a ton of original ideas anymore, but like you know, scary clowns. Everybody's. I mean, the scary clowns have been a thing for forever. Um, thanks, John Wayne Gacy. But uh, Jack just doesn't. He doesn't do a whole lot for me because of that. Um, it's it 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 is kind of rough because I I would have picked it, this this two group because I do want to see Lady Luck. I think they could do so much more with Lady Luck. Uh, I don't think she was given enough time to really develop as a character and find interesting ways of using her so it kind of stinks to 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 knock those two off but because of jack i just i have to knock those that one off and it kind of goes the same way with chance for me um although i think like nick is right chance can definitely like stand on her own two feet she can be her own character she doesn't need jack to do you know to have things in relation to her but it it's the same problem where she's too much like harley quinn and i think she's even worse I think she's very much modeled after Harley Quinn. And that's not a bad thing. Again, really good character, um, great stories. But because of that, it's just it's not a, not original enough for me to be like, oh, I totally want to save her forever. And again, with the director, another character, I'm like, man, I would like to see more with, with him. So it came down to the caretaker and Bloody Mary and Terra Queen and the Usher. And this one was really hard for me because I think the character is a, a, a great, a great idea. Great, great character. Um, I think There's a lot of things you can do with him. But because Bloody Mary, for me, again, is, is not necessarily an original idea. Um, she's an urban legend that's been around for hundreds of years, I, I would assume at this point. Um, so because of that, I have to go with Terra Queen and the Usher. And the reason is being is that Terra Queen, I think... With the otherworldly realm type character, there's a lot of things you can do with that. I'm kind of a fantasy nerd, so I like fantasy stories. So it, having a character kind of falls in line with that, it, it works for me. And then with the usher, um, yeah, he does kind of work with the director, but at the same time, it doesn't necessarily have to be an usher at a movie theater. It could very well be an usher at a regular theater. You could do a ton of different things with him from all different time periods, which I think is, for me, out of all of these groupings, this is the one where I think they can kind of branch out and do the most with. So I'm gonna go with Terra Queen and the Usher. And please, everybody, don't hate
1: me for <laughs> downplaying Jack.
3: The battle axe is down. All
0: right, let's go over to the catacombs. What do we got on this one? Cause I'm very curious to hear what you
3: are thinking oh, on this. Oh, uh, hold on, this I'm
6: discussion. getting a call. Oh. I'm getting a call. Uh james keaton what 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 was that <laughs> oh oh yeah no no No! listen to the show you'll 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 find out okay. oh no <laughs> all
7: right sorry i'm gonna uh, go ahead and mute myself again <laughs> matt, matt do we do we fight each other over this one or should we just pick
8: <laughs> i don't know what your choice would be so while you went last time i'll go first and then we'll see how okay. this pans out um this is this one was tougher than I thought it would be because the three of the groupings, one character I felt never got their spotlight. I don't think Terra queen got her spotlight properly. I don't think chance did. I think rolling it off the year, the anniversary year with Jack kind of, she didn't get swept under the carpet, but she didn't get the spotlight she could have had or should have had even that year and lady luck is just the most maligned icon ever for what i think is all the wrong reason so that kind of already takes caretaker and bloody mary off the off the page for me because i think their story was told well well enough and they're both had the spotlight so now it comes down to what i do with jack director and the usher and i i didn't know what i was going to do until you said catacombs what do you guys think and that's when i had to make my decision i have to make it i have to make it on a personal basis and it, it comes down to halloween hard nights 21 was the very first time my show creator co-host and my best friend went to halloween hard nights for the first time and then we started the show in 25 so putting jack and lady luck together kind of steals that for me to be my choice on a personal level might not be the best choice but still the best i could come up with when you called our name
0: that's like you know like like we've gone through previously it's it's really cool to see personal attachments to whether it's a property or an icon it's really cool and interesting to see everybody's story and that's why it is so successful everybody is attached to a different property and everyone comes together on it absolutely yep.
1: all right so-
8: Hunter, what wrong decision are you going to make <laughs> Well, I'm going to make a
7: decision. I mean, I, I, it'll probably be a better one than yours, but it's okay. Um, so the, the thing about that, I'm going to approach this like as much like Spock as I possibly can in a very analytical <laughs> manner. And I just um, y'all are crazy. If you kill off Jack, it's highly feasible that you never get any of these icons at all. Um, so like I understand like that's a very particular way to view it. But I just think like, yes, I have even been critical. I'm like, man, you know, Jack is Jack is cool, but I wish marketing would use the other icons. Like, I feel like they're viable. I understand why Jack is the most popular. He translates the easiest. But I feel like in all of that, we've kind of lost sight of just like what Jack is and how big of a presence he is. And in that, We're kind of like always excited for something new. I mean, I would love to see the Usher, but if we if we didn't even start at this point, I don't know what the HHN landscape would look like with the icon. So it really doesn't even matter who he's paired with. I feel like I have to go to bat for him just out of necessity, to be perfectly honest.
0: No, it's definitely a great, great take where it's like, I mean, if you don't have Jack, where where are you? It's it's tough
3: to see anybody else kind of surfacing after that, the absence of him. Yeah, and I think yeah, and not to take away from Jack again, I'm, I think for me it's it's more so just not having the experience of seeing him up close as much as everybody else has. I think that's where it's like he's less of a, you know, an impact character for me. That's the only reason I was so harsh on him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
7: I think it is one of those things. Just like he is the big guy like the all the icons you know with the merch um from this year slash last year huge representation for him but they're giving pretty good representation to everybody else i just think that jack feels so inherently accessible in comparison to the other icons like if i like the usher if the usher is my favorite icon i've only got one year with him where i can actually go back and read about this material yeah he showed up in this scare zone but it wasn't his year Meanwhile, Jack's like, okay, you got 10, you got 11, you've got uh, a big portion of 20, you've got 25, presumably a big chunk of 30. So, he's just it's it's very easy to feel inundated with him, but also like it's fun to take a step uh take a couple steps back and just be like, well, you know, he really is the big guy on campus for a reason.
9: that's for sure. All right, screen queens, what do we got for these uh, uh these icons?
5: right so i am going to go with uh being a film person uh i'm going to go with the director and chance Uh, chance is one of my favorite icons her and jack pretty much so far still learning about everybody in depth um but yeah that those two blend with me the most those are more like my aesthetic so that's what i'm gonna go with
2: (laughs) i'm not gonna pick the same so uh (laughs) you know that Yeah, I mean, this is not going to shock anybody. And Hunter, I hear you. I hear the whole Jack argument, I know. But here's the thing. Uh, I saw The Art of the Scare when I was like eight or nine. And I actually had no idea who Jack the Clown was when I watched that. Uh, The caretaker was HHN to me for a very long time. (laughs) That was the only kind of association my brain had was like scary tales, whatever we saw in that documentary and the caretaker specifically. So without him i would have never like it would have never piqued my interest i would have never kind of become obsessed with that and i don't think i would have i we would have started the scream queens i wouldn't be here today without it so i can't ignore the caretaker so i mean who gets uh bloody mary gets to go along with them so that's cool
0: uh, <laughs> she's along for the ride
2: yeah i like that her year is like all themed she's like in everything i love that they had the website but i didn't get to experience it so i mean i didn't get to experience the caretaker either but that's, we call him Daddy Kane on the Scream Queens. Like, I can't ignore that. I'm sorry. Or I call him Daddy Kane, not Cece. I won't take her down that hole with me.
3: <laughs> you can die on the hill yourself.
2: Yeah, I, I do that a lot on the Scream Queens. It's okay.
0: All right, and I left HHN365 last for a reason, because I'm pretty sure Duff is still whoa, over whoa, there to be.
9: Whoa, fade. whoa, Oh, well, no, I forgot. Oh, oh. Nick,
0: oh, what are oh, you doing? God. Oh, damn. I was jumping the gun. Go- wow. go- I'm sorry. There's like wow. 12 icons on the screen. I'm going <laughs> to leave HHN365 okay. okay, for like, Johnny, you're in. I'm tagging you
6: in. Okay, all right. Sorry about that. Like, Please <laughs> don't forget me in this one. Uh, I, I, I was just so anticipated. Th- that's, that's okay. That's okay. So... Here's the thing, you know, I, you know, I'm just trying to think practically how I can knock these off. And I, I have no frame of reference for Terra Queen at all. Like, I'm really looking forward to whatever they bring this year so I can have a little bit of experience with that. As far as the Usher, the Director Chance, the Caretaker, um, I, was, I was there for 26, but I didn't get to see all the other icons in their years uh man, eighteen was my first year, you know, for Bloody Mary. So this is kind of hard. I'm gonna, you know, what? I, I'm gonna, I, I got to go with Jack and, and Lady Luck, uh, because it, it Jack is Horror Nights to me, and and I could see that personal relationship. And you know, all of that had happened before I started going to Horror Nights, like all the heyday of all these icons. And I finally got to see Jack a little bit in the icons at 20, and then he took over at like 25 or whatever. But at 21, I think Lady Luck is a little underserved, and I think we've mentioned that before. Uh, and and I just really fell in love with the way her story uh, was integrated into all the houses that year. And, and I, I guess I'm going to go with my heart again because uh, Nightingale's uh, 21, the World War One Trench House, that was my all-time favorite house. I mean, I just I absolutely adore that house. And I, I'm going with Jack and Lady Luck. I'm going with Jack and Lady Luck because... You know, As far as favorite year and Jack being Horror nights, it's just like that is where I'm getting the most uh, value out of this for me. I keep saying value.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's definitely the most bang for you, but I, I really yeah. hope that Lady Luck comes back to us and, and has served that justice that she gets because that's something that was really cool from that event. I, I wasn't there at that event, but just from reading about it that I, I don't know if there was another year where a certain I. Or an icon tied into each house, and and has some sort of tie in. And I love the cohesive like storytelling of that aspect. Yeah,
4: I Bloody Mary did a little bit it, as well. It,
8: it did, yeah. That was actually the first one that jumped the mind. But yeah, yeah the Lady just... Luck. I, I, I I'm really happy to hear the Lady Luck stuff because we've defended that for six years. Like, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> it just gets so
0: maligned for no reason. It was the right idea. No, and I, and I love that aspect, and I hope that. Whether it's her or, you know, another just storytelling option, I I really am interested to see a multi-house story or a full-event story where something kind of does tie into each little thing instead of just a a bunch of various disassociated properties, which are all well and good, obviously. I love
9: it. But Mm -hmm. it is fun to have, like, that real just kind of woven together story. All right. I, I always
6: feel like, for me... I always feel like icons tie the whole thing together. They're the, they're the rug that ties the whole yep. room together. And I, you know I, I just wish I know they, they kind of have them sometimes, and then they kind of don't have them sometimes. but I wish they would just, like we mentioned earlier, take all the all the icons, each give them a year, give them version 2.0 or 3.0 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that would be awesome, because I want to see those on in the commercials and on the radio and the billboards and all that. Oh, yeah, bring them into the shop and
0: give them the old upgrade. All right, HHN three six five. I know Duff is still debating. I'm sure. <laughs> so um, well,
10: I I, uh, I don't want to let you down here, but I'm going to let you down a little bit. Okay, oh. well, I'm used to it. That's my yeah. story, my life,
1: So <laughs>
10: <laughs> this is uh, it, it is a little bit easier than uh, I would have anticipated. If you were, like first glance, you know this this looks like it should be hard. And I'm going to be that guy who kind of reiterates what someone else already said, uh, which is Hunter. Um, I got to say, like Jess, I'm a huge stan of Big Daddy Kane uh so it's hard not hey. to pick him
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to start now uh, oh my god
10: <laughs> and honestly Jack and Lady Luck if it was just all personal preference are potentially the last choice for me on here um but if you're asking me to eliminate Jack from Horror Nights I I couldn't do it in any way I mean think about the houses the backstory the shows the marketing and most importantly, the picture of him on Lake Eola in a swan boat, that's gone. <laughs> I can't <laughs> live in the world without that. Um, we need it. But yeah, basically, that and what Hunter said, it, he's just too important to what Four is and, and what's come on. And, you know, like he said, maybe not uh are around today without him. And even at a smaller scale, like, I'd say at least Chance wouldn't be because of her very direct relation. Um, and I, I don't know. I just I wouldn't sacrifice so much just to not have my favorite icon.
8: Well, you said the marketing thing, and that's a huge thing, too, especially with 25. It's like that—that that is more appealing to people that don't know necessarily the entire history of Horror Nights. Like you could put any of these other icons up on an anniversary year and they'd be like, oh, that's a scary thing. But you put a scary clown up that, and that's going to draw people and I think give the event kind of the next level that 25 did bring
10: to it and i think even having jack be the face of that 25 was a lot that had a lot to do with that yeah i think marketing was uh honestly it's probably one of the most important things and jack specifically i uh i grew up in south florida and um we get a lot of hhn commercials during the season growing up Mm -hmm. none of my friends knew anything about hhn they all know who jack is every single one of them
9: yep exactly all right well i'll
4: go next um yeah, this was really, really hard for multiple reasons. Um, I'm just going to quickly go uh, down the list. Um, Jack and Lady Luck, yeah, like basically everything I was going to say has already been said, except um, HHN 21 is my favorite event and taking, and, and I absolutely love Lady Luck as well. And so taking her out of that would completely just change that event for me. Um, one thing I uh, also is that. Um, if we are HHN 365, if we are uh, a Graveyard Games stand podcast, we are also uh, talking about Islands of Fear Mm podcast and how weird it was. So if, uh, the caretaker disappears, like, half of our episodes are just, go like, dusted,
1: completely (laughs) gone.
4: So for self-preservation aspect... Yeah, exactly. For (laughs) self-preservation, like, I kinda feel like I have to go there. That being said, um... Terra Queen and the Usher. Um, Terra Queen, the world building that was there. And we talk about uh, the craziness of that year as well. So we would have about, you know, three or four episodes that we would be saved. Um, (laughs) And um, the Usher. I might uh, um, ruffle some feathers here a little bit, but I I like to say that in a bizarro alternate universe, if you were to um, change it up a little bit, the Usher could have been uh if he came out earlier, he could have been the jack, like with um you know Universal Pictures and Universal of the, the theme park and old Hollywood, the usher could have been that um quintessential um icon that was you know used throughout um time and if, if things went differently
9: and and for that reason, uh, I have to pick uh Torqueen. I respect that. I just love the to Usher too much to, to, to let it go. Well,
11: I only have one connection to one of these icons, and it's uh, my it's my boy on the Pennyworther, uh, <laughs> good old, the good old caretaker. Um, that's really the only connection I have to any of the icons since I. Never visited during the Icon era, as I've picked up on that. That's what people call it. So yeah, uh I love it. I also love that uh, the caretaker would also show up to your room at two in the morning at the Hard Rock Hotel, in uh, <laughs> the same room where you had like red water and body parts in the drawers and stuff like that.
7: You can still uh, do that at the Holiday Inn on OBC. Like, uh, oh my nice God. <laughs>
0: and you don't even have to pay
7: yeah oh wow (laughs) exactly right
6: it's actually body parts (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what do you think them shears are
11: for (laughs) oh the caretaker you have a couple of holes in your hat i don't don't remember (laughs) uh but yeah uh you know i i do like alliterations but you know i guess lady luck just wasn't her night so uh yeah caretaker and whoever else is in it (laughs) bloody mary bloody mary yeah yeah there you go i like a, nice, a drink i like a nice savory drink there you go
0: yep.
9: a little stiff wasn't with, with some celery yep yep uh wow. so yeah wow we came out a little unscathed i'm proud of us we all came together
0: <laughs> all right well thank you again everybody thank you so much for coming on helping us celebrate this birthday anniversary uh we anniversary. celebrated uh Our figured out what it is. I like, but birthday sounds so fun.
3: Yeah, I know. But anniversary <laughs> is cuter. Is there? Is there cake? Uh, maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah, beer. Exactly. Is there cake? cake. <laughs> mm.
0: All right. I will go around again just one time. I'm gonna kind of pass it over to each podcast and let you kind of plug yourself, give out all your socials, give us where we can find you, all that stuff. Everyone that's been on this episode, give them a listen, give them a review, give them a like, share them. We're all talking the same love here. So, Scream Queens, want to kick it off? Just kind of let everybody know where to find y'all?
2: Yeah, of course. I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for having us on. Here. Are we saying anniversary? Is that what we decided? Yes. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll
4: let you. Yes. Anniversary. I'll let this one go.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you guys for having us on. We are huge fans of not only you guys, everyone on the show. So, we, uh, we're super excited to be here. Um, you haven't heard of us. We are the Scream Queens, me and Cece. Uh, we are a female HHN and horror podcast. Uh, we post every Wednesday alternating a horror movie or some a show depends and then an hhn episode whether that's a history um a ranking uh we did a super cool collab with 365 where we brought ips we wanted to show up if you guys are interested in that uh you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts our socials uh twitter is at scream queens 85 and uh, instagram is the scream queens podcast twitter is a little more active
9: love it love it uh
0: hhn 365 want to hit them yeah, yeah absolutely yeah mm-hmm. oh, oh we're going together uh
4: no you can go first no, oh, no okay you do
0: it.
10: yeah okay. first oh uh so yeah i'm happy birthday i'm gonna choose to say birthday that has a fun song so that's better thanks uh, for having us
0: on for that <laughs> i got one on my side
10: <laughs> uh we're hhn 365 we are a weekly halloween horror nights podcast that focuses mainly on islands of fear terra and uh, <laughs> graveyard games as you've heard today <laughs> pretty much uh yeah. <laughs> You can find us on any uh a platform or podcatcher that you use and you can always find us on social media at hhn365 that's on twitter and instagram
9: all <laughs> right johnny bronto haunt
0: scene
9: all right once again uh
6: thank you so much for the opportunity Um, always willing to uh, collaborate um uh, my name is johnny bronto i run haunt scene like i said we're a travel show for haunted attractions uh, you can follow us on social media, Haunt Scene Everywhere. Um, We did decide to relocate our live webcast uh, on Tuesday nights to YouTube. So starting on June 1st, we'll be on YouTube Live. Uh, and I think we'll be restreaming that into other platforms as well. We do turn the show into a podcast as well, which is available on all major platforms. And uh, follow our adventures. And we'll be traveling all over Florida, doing every haunted attraction that we can get our hands on and uh we also do a road trip or two out of state every year and the long-term goal of our show is to do one haunt in every state and uh we've uh i think we've done a 76 haunted attractions in 16 states so we get out there and we love horror nights horror nights will always be home base but uh gotta go out there and do those haunts so thank you so much again and uh and it was awesome. Some of you I've never met before, and I've talked to before. So thank you for uh, being awesome. And I'm looking forward to meeting all of you that I haven't met at Horror Nights this year.
0: Yeah, I can't can't yeah, wait till that sure. uh, that kickoff, and we kind of finally all get to share a beer, share some uh, share some houses, and all that good stuff. All right, and Catacombs. Where can everybody find you? Sure, if you
7: want to keep up with the, the excuse me. <laughs> sure, if you want to keep up with <laughs> us, the best place to do that is of course right on the catacombs of halloween horror nights podcast page we do have a twitter just to go ahead and alert you when a new episode goes up um, of course you can always follow matt over at the Neo Zazz, uh podcast twitter page not only is there the catacombs of halloween horror nights but neozaz is a beautiful broad stroke network that has a lot on it 24 um, 7. if you want to keep up with me personally the best place to do that is on twitter you can find me at hanbrollo 77 And you can also hear me talk all things pop culture, but mostly theme parks on my home show over at Grim Grinning House.
8: We should mention that we launched a new thing this year for our sixth year. We're doing uh, our instant reaction shows or call-in shows. You can call in phone or web or the app. And we had our first one for Beetlejuice and for the actual event announcement. We didn't know we are going to wait eight months to do the second one, but we'll do it (laughs) when it comes around. Yeah, it'll Um, come back around. Yeah. That's, that was really fun so um we thought we'd be promoting it more by now but it is what it is so i did want to jump in here also and just thank everyone for having a lot of fun tonight for inviting us as well and to say happy anna birthday read you guys
0: for <laughs> oh, like it. Uh, you that wow. that's even that's
3: better awesome. yeah anna the right there. Yeah, uh, yeah, there we go that's what we're gonna
0: call it uh but yes, what a wild what a wild year it's been again said it a thousand times but I'll probably say it a thousand more. Thank you all so much for coming on. Keep your eyes peeled to all socials. Um we have something big that's going to be coming out announcement wise on Friday and I'm sure everyone else will kind of be talking about the same stuff that we're going to be talking about as well, but Friday kind of keep your eyes peeled on socials. Uh we're going to be posting our T public site soon. We're going to try and get some merch to everybody um but that's really about it and that wraps up for my and Seamus do you have anything else
3: no I mean I think you did the best job you've ever done this is the best episode <laughs> we've ever done I'm so excited um to finally get something out with the community um looking forward to meeting you guys up close and personal because <laughs> oh. we, we couldn't do it last we couldn't do it last year but um since I'm Super new to this. I'm really excited for the stay and scream thing. I didn't do it. Last, I didn't do it in 29, so I'm actually really excited to find out what this is all about. So, uh, other than that, no. I'm thanks for everybody for coming on. Um, already big fans of you guys to begin with, so it's cool to kind of like
9: finally collaborate with everybody. Yes. All right. Well, it's been great. It's been fun. We'll see y'all next week. This is Nick. This is Sheamus. Happy Hans. Cursed,
3: cursed, death You know it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of
0: one good scared
1: huh?
0: And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.